0: Welcome to the Ride This Out podcast, where we talk about how to improve your mental health and strengthen your connection to nature and your community, all through one simple solution, the bicycle. My name is Zach Golding, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and mental health therapist. I'll be your host as we discuss the power of pedaling. welcome into this week's session. Uh, I talk with Sean Martinez. Sean's an avid cargo biker up in Portland, Oregon. I came across his Instagram a little while ago, and it's been fun following his adventures that he does with his daughter and all the different things, how they're involved with the city and riding up there with the school. So really cool ideas and mindsets about just biking um, every day and kind of what it can do to to help yourself and your city and your family so awesome conversation um i really enjoyed it this is my first time talking with sean and you know i could honestly talk all day with them it was super fun so i hope you enjoy it the plan is for these sessions these episodes is to put them out about every i'm, I'm planning on it every saturday so i've got some other interviews lined up so look forward to those coming through so but on this session uh again enjoy it with with sean All right, Sean, we're rolling. Are you Are you there?
1: Yeah, we figured it out.
0: <laughs> nice, man. Sorry about that. I'm glad you got it figured out.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: Cool, man. Hey, uh, and I appreciate you taking uh, a little bit of time in between your rides. Uh, I know you got a whole lot of rides. Where Where, where do you live at and where why are, you, are there so many rides where you're at? That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, I live in uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, metro area, and uh, there's, a uh, all summer long event going on right now. It's called Pedal Palooza, and it's three months of uh, organized bike rides that just the general public, anyone can can come up with a ride and they post it on the Pedal Palooza calendar. And um, like last summer, there were like 700 rides in the three months. So it's pretty amazing.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> So all the different rides that go on, are they, is it like every night there's something going on or there's multiple during every day?
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty much every day. Um, Like, but, you know, the weekends are busier, of course. Last Saturday, I think there were 16 rides just on Saturday. And uh, it's like yesterday, there were a few rides. But right now, you know, we're getting this rain which it's coming down and a lot of rides are getting canceled and I, I i'm not sure if the ride that i'm going to tonight is going to still be going but we'll see
0: <laughs> yeah nice man no yeah when i was uh you know when i was texting back and forth of setting this up and i, I was still kind of laughing i was like you know you fitting everything in between these rides i was like wait where, what is going on why are there so many rides that's so cool man
1: yeah it's pretty amazing i mean Depending on the ride, uh, um, you could have just a few people, but, or you could have seriously like thousands of people on bike show up. It just depends on which ride it is and how popular it is.
0: Yeah. Well, I saw the one that you posted, um, on your Instagram, shout out your Instagram. That's awesome, man. You got a lot of really cool rides and that's how I found you. I think I just, I don't know what I was searching up or I just came across your page and it was, uh, it was really cool. But the, the mural Monday thing that you do all the time and then the, the mural that you guys helped paint the other day, what was that all about?
1: Yeah. So we, um, we just happened to stumble upon that, Uh, you know, the the community bulletin board at your local library is pretty amazing resource. And we saw a flyer for this mural painting uh, and it was a street mural at an intersection. And that's it. That's the way we found out about it. So we were going to, we were planning on doing or attending that ourselves, but then we decided to make it into a ride. And we, so we led a critical mass ride And put it out there to see if, you know, a bunch of other families would join us. And, um, you know, we probably had, I don't know, 15 or 20 people on the ride. So it wasn't huge, but it was awesome for the kids. And and they got to, you know, ride their bikes from the park to the uh, mural painting and then um, help the artist to paint in the street, which is a really fun experience. I've never done that before.
0: That's super cool. And it's, yeah, it's a beautiful mural, too. Like, I think what pride those kids will have, you know, going back and seeing that later in life, too. So that's awesome, man. Totally. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, we just kind of jumped into this, Sean, but I mean, tell, uh, tell me who you are, man. Like introduce yourself a little bit. You're uh, so you're from Portland into biking. What else?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I'm a stay at home dad right now. I've got a first grader actually going into second grade uh, next year. We just got on on summer break. Um, we do, we ride every single day. Um, we ride to school every day uh it's two and a half miles each way with a couple of big hills and our kiddo's a, a trooper and she can she can really pull those hills and we're trying to get more kids to ride to school too so we have a bike bus every wednesday and we, yeah. we get at our we meet at our local park and um at 7 30 and try to get some families to join us for just like five or six blocks you know to school and i um, just trying to get trying to get people to uh reconsider using the car to get to school i mean we have so many cars idling in front of our school right now it's just it's just really gross and we need to you know get back to when we were kids you know and we rode our bikes everywhere right and i don't know why we can't get back to that so that's what i'm trying to do
0: yeah no no doubt i uh that was those are some of my best memories man riding my bike to school you know just flying in there on my bmx bike and everything so it's so much fun
1: totally yeah
0: Did did uh so like what what converted you over to the, the biking ways, right? I mean, cause on your Instagram, you said you, you have like over 18,000 miles, which is just hard to comprehend how many miles that is on a bike.
1: Yeah. So when our kiddo started preschool, um, her preschool was, it was a good. I think it was 10 miles each way. It was 10 miles out. Um, and, uh, I was like, you know, I should try riding a bike. Um, to preschool and, you know, and we had a cargo bike that was non-motorized. And, uh, so I was like trying to set this as my personal goal to take, you know, take her to preschool by bike only and and try not to drive, you know, and I, I didn't do it every time, but I tried to do as much as I could. And that really, uh, got, got me going. And, and then, um, over the course of time, you know, the kid's getting heavier, her stuff's getting heavier and I'm getting older. And I'm like, man, we're going to go check out some e-bikes, you know? So we, we bought a, electric cargo bike and man it was just uh just an amazing experience i mean it's a total game changer it was like just showed me that i actually didn't need to be driving this pickup truck around everywhere like the cargo bike could do everything that i thought i needed a a truck for you know and it just so it just went from there and it just stopped driving and used the cargo bike for uh just over three years now yeah and and got over eighteen thousand miles on it so it's uh it's been amazing
0: that's so cool. So you have 18,000 miles on, on your current cargo bike right now.
1: No, we just got a new one uh, okay. um, two months ago, Yeah, maybe Yeah, two months ago. And um, so our, the first cargo bike, we put 17,000 miles on and it was starting to get a little small for a kid. Um, she was having to bend her legs as she's growing, right? So she's having to bend her legs to fit in the cargo area. And so we uh, got the longer of the same bike, which is a longer uh, cargo area. So we've had that a couple months and got. Um, I think we're almost at 1,500 miles on that uh, in the past couple months. So, yeah,
0: dang, that's so cool. I love it. So the, uh, I mean, yeah, the cargo bike, like you said, you can do everything like with the you can with a truck. I'm curious what some of your uh, your hauls that you've had in your cargo bike.
1: <laughs> so I put that thing to the test when we first got it because I'm like, okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna, you know, show this can actually do work. You know. So I I was hauling dimensional lumber. Um, I think I had maybe, I don't know, six uh, eight-foot two-by-fours on there at one point. Um, I needed a bag of uh, concrete. So I picked up a 60-pound um, a bag of concrete and threw it in there and, and brought it home. And it's uphill all the way home, you know? Um, I have a couple of different trailers that are good for hauling different loads. Um, but uh, a big one that we did is I, I built this uh, rear rack that can tow other bikes, so... Like when the kiddo gets tired, I can tow her bike on the back of the cargo bike while she's sitting in the front cargo box and it's um, so the front wheel of her bike is in the rear rack in the rear rack of the cargo bike and her rear wheel is dragging behind so it's like I'm towing her bike right and um, we can actually tow two bikes so I could throw my mountain bike on there too and we can go for a mountain bike ride, ride to the mountain bike park, you know go mountain bike riding, and then ride back on the cargo bike so it's pretty fun. <laughs>
0: That's, that's biking at a whole nother level right there. You know, a bike rack on a bike.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it, the hashtag is like ride to where you ride.
0: <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we hooked up a similar kind of setup uh, for our kids too. And I just was laughing of like just bikes on bikes, just cruising around. I love it, man. It's so fun.
1: Oh, I know. It's amazing. I mean, these things can just do everything. You know, grocery shopping is the biggest one. I remember the first time, I did grocery shopping by bike and did curbside pickup. And I was like so nervous and I was just like, oh, is this gonna work? I don't know. Is the person gonna let us load groceries into our bicycle, you know? and and uh, I mean, it's just so nice. You just pull up, they come out, you throw the groceries in the bike and away you go, you know, and just, I mean no gasoline required. It's pretty fun.
0: Love it. Yeah. And you're pretty, uh, I would say you're pretty mechanically handy. I mean, I've saw your post about your, your kayak trailer. Tell me about that. That thing was rad, man. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. So that was, uh, another challenge that I I decided that, uh, we would, we would conquer with the, uh, cargo bike to show that we didn't need a, you know, a car or a truck to, um, haul a kayak around. So we bought a tandem kayak. So it's, it's a pretty large kayak. And I, I found a kids' trailer on Craigslist, I think, and gutted it, um, put a couple skids on it so that it would hold the kayak, throw some straps down, and then extended the tongue so that it was long enough to uh, reach the bike. And it works amazing. Like, yeah, I did a, a, a lot of shorter trips, maybe five or eight miles to uh, the, the Tualatin River, which is really close to us. But recently we did a, a ride to um, St. John's, and that was like a 40 mile round trip. Yeah, and hauled the kayak through downtown Portland, which is pretty cool. Got all kinds of crazy looks from people. Like, what is this guy doing hauling this kayak through downtown?
0: <laughs> 40 miles, man. That's impressive. That's so, that's so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just really, it, it's, you know, trying to get people to uh, consider replacing car trips, you know. And it really is possible. You just have to try it. You have to do it and you just all of a sudden this door will open and you'll be like wow i actually don't need a car for most of the things i thought i need a car for you know?
0: yeah that's what kind of shifted my thinking a whole lot a couple of years ago when we got our cargo bike and everything is that i started viewing it as as more of a car than anything of like you know we do so many trips that are under five miles right like to the store right. to the library to the school like all these quick little trips and to just replace that with a bike opened up our minds of like oh wait like yeah we don't have to sit in a car all the time and we can save all this gas and help with pollution and everything and, and it's also just you know so much more fun too right like just the high of oh yeah I hauled this or I picked up that like it's so much so much fun
1: Oh yeah, I you know I love riding bikes, and you know I cannot say that I love driving, and I don't, I just don't drive anymore. I mean, I, I gosh, it, I don't know when the last time I drove was. It's probably been a couple of years, and uh, it's just like, man, I, like just now I was on my way here. I'm I'm sitting at a park right now, and on my way here I crossed over um, a freeway on the Blumenauer Bridge, and like just it, the cars are just stacked up underneath me, you know, and, yeah. and everybody's just sitting there, they're not moving, and I'm just like, ah. Oh, Like I used to think that was normal, like that was okay, you know, and this is what you do when you're a grown up. You sit in a car all day and and you just sit here and get angry, you know, and then like, you know, you actually don't have to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm reminded now of like a bunch of your posts. I love those posts where there's just it looks like miles of traffic just backed up and you're just flying by them right in the bike lane. You're just cruising right by them.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, there, so I can't remember the figure, but I, I think it's 90%. It's got to be a high like that, that are uh single occupancy vehicles on most of our like freeways on interstate five. It's, it's all single occupancy vehicles. And there's one person in every metal box on the freeway, just, you know, idling. And it's just, it's so crazy to think about how much space each person is taking up in sitting in a car all by themselves, you know, what a waste.
0: Yeah. No, and that's, again, that's one of my most favorite things too on the bike is like when there is a bunch of traffic and you just fly right by it and you're just like, and just, you know, with your kids, you just got a grin on your face of just cruising right by them. That's the best.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll just like, sometimes I'll say, Hey, sell your car when I'm going past. I to give them a little <laughs> bell ring.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, you, uh, you referenced a pickup truck. Did you, and you haven't driven it in a couple of years. Did you just end up selling it? Cause you're not using yeah. it
1: yeah ended up getting rid of it completely and and so it was a it was a interesting process so you know you start realizing how many things that you've purchased other things that like make you reliant on having to have like a pickup truck or a car right so we had um, this travel trailer that we rarely used and it just (laughs) took up space in the in the driveway and so I'm sitting there and I'm like well we can't get rid of the truck because we, how are we going to tow this travel trailer around, you know? And then I'm just like, why don't we just get rid of the travel trailer that, you know what I mean? And just, just changes like that. Like get rid of the travel trailer. Don't do certain things. Um, And you won't, you don't need a truck. Right. And then you, then I figured out with a cargo bike that I could actually, we can go bicycle camping and we're going this, this next weekend, we're going to go bike camping and it's a, a 92 mile round trip. But with the e bike, with the e cargo bike, we can haul all our camping gear and uh, to the state park, and we're going to spend a couple days, and then and then um, ride back. So it'll be really fun.
0: Heck yeah, man! Have you ever done bike camping before?
1: I've only done it once, and I think it was yeah. last year. Yeah. And we did one night, so it was kind of just like um just to try it out, you know. So we're going to do two nights this time, and um, but I would like to get you know go for a few days some sometime. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, no, that's something I want to definitely get more into. I've I've never really done it, um, but I've been reading um, this really cool book. It's called Just Ride by Grant Peterson. It's just like this fun little, um, like each page has a different little like tip about biking and stuff. And he's he was an old you know racing cyclist and stuff, but he's kind of converted to just the casual biker and just like the more um, efficient biker just that makes sure. sense and one of the things yeah. that he said is that the funnest the funnest things that he's ever done is bike camping and i'm like man i gotta try this out this would be so fun to do
1: oh man you know it was a blast but uh, you know i learned some lessons like we uh, luckily i had i i had and i have now two batteries for the e-bike because mm-hmm. uh, i went through both batteries on that last camping trip and we actually ran out on the climb up into the campground i ran out <laughs> and it was and it was a tough like last quarter mile, you know what I mean, like fully loaded with camp gear, uphill, no batteries, you know, no e-assist and um and I was so glad that they actually had a power outlet at the campground because I wasn't even sure of that. And uh we found one on an outbuilding and we were able to recharge before we left.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the only downfall right of the electric cargo bike for sure is that if you're going super far distances, you're just planning out where you can charge up, but I mean, it's totally worth it though to be able to cover that ground in that distance. So, oh yeah,
1: I you know when I first got ours, I I had you know really bad range anxiety. Like I would, I didn't want to go more than like five or ten miles away from the house. You know, like because I'm just like, oh, what if we run out of power? But you know, depending on what bike you have, like the bike that we have, it'll still, uh, it'll still move. It, it, you know, because it's a mid-drive motor, it'll still move and it'll still shift. It saves enough power; it's got electric uh, shifting, but it'll still have enough power to shift gears and it'll still move. So you're not completely stranded. You know what I mean? This, as long as you have any super steep hills.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. So you referenced uh, you you mountain bike a little bit too. You say you've been hitting some trails.
1: Yeah. So um a lot of things that have changed, you know, since since uh, uh, our kiddo came around and i used to do a lot more mountain biking and i was actually uh a, i led um mountain bike team for our, our local search and rescue group we, i used to volunteer over a decade I, I was a volunteer with search and rescue um but after our daughter was born and it, you know priorities change because then i can't i can't leave in the middle of the night to go on these call outs because you know now we have a kid to take care of right so Um, that's just one of many things that changed with, when our uh, daughter was born, you know, it's just like priorities change. Now it's all about her, um, and, you know, doing things for her. And then, uh, that's another reason that I really started getting into replacing car trips and not burning fossil fuel because man, you know, we really need to take care of this planet. And it's even more important now that, you know, I have this tiny human that I'm taking care of. And, um, so that the priorities definitely shifted in the last few years
0: yeah no that and that's the cool thing about um you know the family bikes i think is a a game changer for a lot of us parents as well right like we can still pedal and get that benefit and have a fun time and um you know it's not quite the same as mountain biking for sure but it's still you still just have such a fun time with your family and everything too that's the blast
1: oh totally you know and i'm putting way more miles on my e-bike than i ever did on my mountain bike you know and um because we, we're not driving, you know, I mean, there's no way I put 18,000 miles on my mountain bike.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. So you would uh, tell me more about this search and rescue thing. You would go out on the mountain bike and you'd be on a mountain bike team and go out and find people and help them out.
1: Yeah. So we had a, a mountain bike, team. We had se- you know, several specialized teams. So we had like an ATV team, mountain bike team. We had a trail running team. Um, and so there were all these specialized teams within the, the larger team, uh, you know, rope rescue team. And um, so bikes, uh, it turns out that bikes are awesome for urban searches. So if we were on an urban search for like a dementia patient or a lost child, you can cover uh, more ground um, and have a, a higher probability of detection if you're on a bike than if you're in a car, right? So if you're in this metal box, it's your, your, your senses are, are less, right? You can't hear as well you probably can't see as well through the windows, but when you're on a bike, wow, you can really hear and see and look around. And um, so it's, a, it's a, the advantages of using a bicycle in an urban search are just amazing. So we would, we would get deployed a lot more in urban searches than in the mountains. Um, but we did use the mountain bikes a few times on in um, mountain searches too.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's cool. And I never really thought of it that way. Like what an awesome tool to, yeah, to find people that are, yeah that need help right I mean just cruising around and being able to just you're so much more in tune with your surroundings and everything so cool so you did that for 10 years you said
1: yeah I'm I'm like over 10 years like 12 years and I was on a couple different teams I lived in Nevada for a while and then I lived you know of course now in Oregon so I was on two different teams but um it was it was fun it was a cool volunteer experience you got a lot of cool training for your volunteer hours and um it was rewarding you know especially if you uh were out there and somebody was lost in the middle of the woods and you actually found them i mean how cool is that
0: so cool that's awesome man um so tell me more about the the bike bus thing i've just you know i've just recently found out about the whole bike bus movement i don't know a couple months ago and i was just like stumbled upon it on twitter or instagram i was like what is what is this what is going on so yeah tell me more about this
1: oh man so I was inspired by a couple of people. Uh, Coach Balto uh, has a huge bike bus going here in Portland, uh, going to Alameda uh, Elementary. And then um, Megan Ramey has a bike bus in Hood River, which is outside of Portland. Um, And uh, both of them, just watching them on their social media accounts. And I actually got to ride with Coach Balto one day, uh, the beginning of last school year. Um, Their school started a week before ours. So I got to experience their bike bus. And it was like, hundreds of kids riding to school uh, with Coach Balto. And I'm like, what is this? This is awesome. And I just couldn't believe how many people chose to ride bikes instead of driving cars to their school. And I'm like, we have to do this at our school. So I immediately started it. And um, every Wednesday, we would meet at a a park near our school and try to get as many families as we could to uh, uh, join us and ride the, the five or six blocks to school um and we did it every wednesday morning every wednesday morning and some some wednesdays it was just me and my daughter because uh some people a lot of people don't like to ride in the rain which i understand if you don't have good gear but we rode every day rain or shine even in the snow we put studded tires on the cargo bike and we'd still ride so it was, it was really fun
0: yeah that's so cool yeah and i guess uh as i've been that was what i stumbled upon was coach balto like sam balto he's, it seems like he's kind of one of the first pioneers right <laughs> in, uh, in yeah, america to get sure. this thing going
1: yeah yeah just totally inspiring i just um i hope we can replicate it in more schools i know it, it's um it's tough when a lot of families um don't feel safe riding bikes on our streets right and it's totally understandable so we have to uh change the infrastructure we have to make it safe for you know all ages to ride bikes to school you know and um just we have too many cars we have too many cars at our school and we need to change that
0: yeah i think as i've been like researching stuff and looking at different things and talking to different people i honestly think that there are a couple of things will help change our infrastructure more than anything and you know the family cargo bike is one that we've been talking about but the other one is is the bike bus i really think that has so much potential of just waking people up of this movement of biking and like what it can really help with people. I, uh, I worked a lot with students as a therapist and worked a lot with different schools. And I think it's um, I don't know. It's interesting. There's so many people that talk about this mental health crisis that we're in. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like this could be such a key to helping with that of like getting more kids biking to school. If you bike to school and you're like show up with a, you know moving your body and you're ready to go and your your mind is just ready to to learn and just kind of right. puts you at ease i think that that could really help out with this mental health crisis but then also just with our biking infrastructure as well of hey there's so many kids that want to bike to school and so many families that want to but they just don't feel safe and so it can hopefully again wake up some of our our city infrastructure and our you know planners and stuff of like this is this is a necessity this needs to happen
1: right yeah Totally. I agree. you know, when, uh, when the kids get up in the morning and they get that exercise in and they, you know, they get the wiggles out and they're ready to learn, they get to school and they're, they're bright eyed and they're ready to go instead of, you know, uh, dragging them out of bed and throwing them in the, uh, the car. And they, I don't know if they're doing screen time in the car or what, you know what I mean? And then they get dropped off and they're just not really awake when they get to school. Man, when they're riding their bikes, they are ready to go and they're ready to learn. It's a huge difference.
0: Yeah. No, and that's, like you're talking about with the senses, right? Just it's opens up your whole world opens up your mind and just kind of that mindfulness and you're just ready. You're, um, yeah, you're just so much more engaged and connected. And so that was the the next question I wanted to ask you, Sean, is just like, as you guys have been biking and everything, right? Like what have, you know, the benefits that you've seen as far as like with your mental health, with your emotional health, with your physical health, any of those things?
1: Oh yeah, uh, definitely. So, um, I'm definitely in more more in tune you know with my body and and uh eating healthier in the last few years um c- you know cutting out most red meat uh and trying to uh not consume as much dairy you know i've been using oat milk <laughs> instead of cow milk i mean just little things like that you know um but uh, you know back when i was uh driving that pickup truck all the time man i was eating horribly and i'm like the- drinking those monster energy drinks, you know, and like, uh, it was so bad. And I I definitely gained a lot of weight, you know, just sitting in this truck all the time and not exercising. And um, now I I just feel a lot healthier. Um, You know, just uh, it's so much better. I'm I'm definitely happier. Um, I've, you know, cut alcohol out of out of my life too, you know, to more prioritize our our kiddo. And um, it's just a lot like so many changes have come about since she was born. Um, But also with you know, with the kids, it's just like amazing how much uh, better they'll sleep at night when they exercise, you know, you get that. They, I think they recommend an hour of exercise every day. Right. So it's like when the kiddos are riding to school and riding home, um, depending on, you know, how far away you live, you can cover your hour exercise right there. But when they get that exercise and you get your, your sleep pattern down, man, you know, they, they pass out like right away, you know, like at bedtime and there's no fussing because they are, are depleted, you know, cause they got their exercise. <laughs> so it's really good. It's good for the kids.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. What you're just talking about. I think when you start to do habits lead to other habits, right. When you start to kind of like recognize, um, you know, the benefits of, of that physical movement of that biking, and then it just leads to other small changes. And then all those small changes, all those small habits, it just leads to a, a lifestyle change. And you just start to recognize like the benefit of it and just, um, how good you feel all around, so that's super uh, cool, man. Yeah. it's
1: it's it's huge. You know, i I always say that it it all started when I was pushing the stroller, right? Like even before the bike thing, like I'm pushing the stroller through the neighborhood, uh, you know, for hours trying to get the trying to get her to go to sleep, you know, and take a nap, and walking the dogs, and just getting these extra. I mean, we would do like five to seven miles a day pushing the stroller through the neighborhood, and that's when I started recognizing how terrible our infrastructure is for like, there's, we don't have very many sidewalks in our neighborhood. Um, we don't have any bike lanes. Um, and, but I think that was, that was the start of my journey <laughs> was uh, pushing the stroller around for miles a day.
0: No, I love it. Yeah. We're, we all start somewhere and that's, that's amazing. That was kind of the last question that I wanted to ask you is like, if, if there's a family that's interested in getting into, you know, these group rides or to, in the cargo bike or, um, you know, your situation, what, what advice would you give? someone looking into it beginners. Yeah,
1: so i i always tell people to go on test rides right you can go to the bike shop and it doesn't cost anything you just you know you give them your id uh, as collateral and you can take the bike out and go for a test ride and and feel how it, it how it is to like go climb a hill with an e-bike or to uh, go down the multi-use path on an e-bike and and load it up like put your kids in there and feel it and then try the different types of uh, bikes too to see what suits you the best you know what style of, of e-bike but just go do the test rides they're totally free oh
0: that's great advice and i would also say too like even sometimes you can get kind of freaked out the first time you jump on one of those things because they're a little bit bigger they're a little kind of intimidating but once you start to f- recognize the balance and you figure out you know you're your strength with everything. It's, it's really not an intimidating process at all. And once you get the hang of it and get comfortable with it, it's that first ride is, can be a little scary, but once you get figured it out, it, it's uh, it goes pretty smooth after that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, I think it's probably at least 10 minutes of riding to, to you, for your brain to uh, adjust, you know, um, to the, the different um, center of gravity of the bike or, you know, or the length of the bike, you know, on the, on the box seats on the box bike. Like I have the front wheel is way out there. Right. And so your brain has to get used to that, how it changes the steering and how the bike reacts differently than a regular bike, but it comes pretty quick, you know? So yeah, just practice and, and get some, get some rides and test rides.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And just like riding a bicycle, right? You just jump on and it'll come to you. <laughs> you just yep, got to try exactly. it out. <laughs> Right on. Well, Sean, man, I appreciate you taking some time, dude. Uh, it's been fun to follow your journey and I'll, I'll continue to do that. And I I would encourage everyone else listening too, to um, to follow you on Instagram. What's your handle again?
1: Uh, it's Tigard Stripes, T-I-G-A-R-D.
0: What does Tigard come from? Where is yeah. that?
1: So we actually live right on the county line between Portland and Tigard. So Tigard is the city that we live in. We're just outside of Portland by one house.
0: <laughs> oh, gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Clever then. Yeah. Cause I was wondering what the reference was for that tiger stripes. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Sean, appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah. enjoy your group rides and be safe out there. Thank you so much. Good talking to you. Okay. We'll see you. Okay. Bye. All right. Again, I would like to thank Sean for joining me on this session and discussing his experiences with biking and how it's kind of changed his mindset and his perspective. And that was one of my big takeaways from this is when we go through a major experience, right? He talked about um, having his daughter and how that just kind of opened up um, different ideas and different behaviors, different perspectives of things. And then how that led to other behaviors and new ideas and new challenges and new things for him to, you know, be motivated to stay healthy and happy. Um, when we go through life-changing experiences like that, it can really bring on um, new mindsets with that. So, like I was saying, our, our habits and our behaviors, our um, things that we're involved in, they lead to other habits, they lead to other behaviors, and we can look at it over time and those small things kind of build up to build who we are. So, awesome conversation. So, I appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. All right. And thanks guys for tuning in. Um, Again, be on the lookout for these episodes, these sessions every week. Um, Share them with your friends, share them with your other cycling enthusiasts. If you're thinking about getting on a bike, do it. Just jump on, go for a ride, see how it makes you feel. And uh, let's ride this out.